0: Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hey friends, welcome to Wednesday night. So good time to be alive. I'm so happy I was just listening to the song, by. it's called take me back, take me back to the time that... When, I, when the Lord delivered me and saved me and, and gave me life, life more abundantly, amen? You can probably think of that time, too. We need to think of that often. Think about what he's done for us. Bring it back to your, to your remembrance, and it keeps you on, uh, the fire's burning in your heart. And, uh, you know, I hope we're less than two weeks away now from the election. I hope you're doing some things, especially pray be praying, we need to pray, because uh, this is a very, very important time in the life of our nation, and uh, we need to be praying, and we need to be telling our friends, go out and vote, and vote vote for life, vote for uh, uh, pro uh, people that are pro-church, and pro-life, and, and uh, believe in, in the Constitution, amen, amen, so do that. Tonight, I want to continue on a little bit about uh, about, I started last week living in, Fullness every day. You want to live in fullness every day and talked about being the salt and light last week. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that tonight, but um, the the title of this message tonight is Using What You Got. The Lord has given us much to to give out. Amen? But over in in Matthew 5, 13 through 16, Jesus talks about us being salt and light. And in the Message Bible, I love how the Message Bible puts this. But he talks about in verse thirteen. It starts out this way: Let me tell you why you're here. Boy, I'm telling you. Back, did you, did you ever think about what before you ever got saved, why you were here? What your life was all about, you know, and and uh, what what was your purpose in life? I, I believe a lot of people have thought that. But you know, there are a lot of people after they got saved still th- they don't know why they're here. They just know they're on their way to heaven, but they don't know they have a God has a plan and purpose for them right here. But it goes on to say, you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out God flavors of this earth. Salt seasoning. You know, we talked about how salt, salt can do a lot of things, but we're to, salt spreads. We're to spread, like what are we to spread? The gospel, the good news, how God saved us when we were on our way to hell and he interrupted us and, and showed us the way. But it says, if you lose your saltiness, how will people taste God's goodly, godliness? Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, I've used that last week, but we are to taste and see that the Lord is good. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And that's what we're to show the, uh, the people of this earth, our neighbors, our family, our friends, even our enemies. Amen. You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Wow. How many of you know we can start out running a race and it's how we finish? It's time to finish strong and live long and finish strong is, the, is, is, is what we've heard a cliche like that, but it's the truth. We're to live long and finish strong and not to give up and not to quit. And, and God doesn't want us to quit. That's why Jesus, why Jesus tells us and over, and I think it's Luke 18, one said, men ought always to pray. Now we know when it says men, men and women both are always to pray and not lose heart. I mean, you know, there's so much going on today. We can easily lose our way, lose our heart, lose our purpose, get caught up in what the world is doing, and forget how great our God is. What a wonderful God we have! You know, He still He still knows what's going on on the earth today. He still has a plan for us. He has a plan for what's going to come. Jesus is look. We we're in the last of the last days, but we shouldn't be fearful. We should be thankful that we're here. For such a time as this for our time this is our time to, to shine amen this is our time to be salty you're here and he also goes on to say here's another way he puts it you're here to be light well light is brings out the god colors in the world we're, god is not a secret to be kept and we're we're going public as a city on a hill that's what it says if I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket. He's not going to hide us. He's making us light bearers. Amen. We're to, we're to shine, <laughs> shine through the, this wild and crazy chaotic world we live in. He said, you don't think I'm going to put you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a lamp stand. Now I put you there on a hilltop and a light lamp or light stand. He says, now, what do you do while you're there? Just shine. Let your light shine. I put you there to shine, he says. Keep open house. Keep your house open. Be generous with your lives. Amen. You know what? It's important that we give away life. Amen. Not to keep it bottled up. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. This generous father in heaven. That's what he's calling us to do now. Just give you a quick reminder about what salt and light, what it what it does. Well, it salt preserves; it keeps things from decaying. What else does it do? It it penetrates. It penetrates into our food. That's why we use salt. You know, most cooks will tell you they you got to have salt. I don't know if you watch the Food Network as much as I have. I watched a lot of those uh, programs and. They always throw the salt in. In fact, it looks like they've thrown too much in sometimes, but I'll tell you what, without it, it tastes real bland. Salt also flavors. That's what we just talked about. It brings the taste of things out. It's quiet. It works uh, visibly and discreetly, but that's the way we're to work. Amen? We need to have wisdom today and understanding of what God's word says so we can work in a way that's not overbearing. It goes on to say it spreads. We're to spread the gospel, amen? It spreads and it's irrepressible. You can't, once you put it in something, you can't get rid of it unless you add something else to it to, to tone it down a little bit. Well, that's what salt will do. Well, what, what will light do? Well, let me remind you of a few things. Light's cure, uh, clear and pure. It says once over in Ephesians 5, 8, it says once you were in darkness, but now you are the light of the, in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, live as those who are native born to the light. Amen? It also penetrates and eliminates darkness. eliminates darkness. That's what's in us. Jesus said we are salt and light. And then light enlightens, as we mentioned before, and it reveals things. It guides us. And when we get uh, good into dark areas, we turn the light on or a light, and it guides us. It also strips away the darkness. And it... (laughs) It discriminates between the light, uh, right and wrong ways of going, amen? Then it also warns us, and I mentioned that last week, and protects us, many times it protects us. So that's what light will do for us. But you know what? Jesus called us to be the salt and the light, the salt and light. We are to reflect the light of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But in order to be salt and light, we must know who we are in Christ. You know, the number one thing I think is after we're born again, Jesus said, what did he say to Nicodemus? He said, you must be born again to even see the kingdom of God. That's why sometimes we get upset with people that don't know Jesus or don't know the Lord, never been born again, never been saved. Why do they do that? Well, they can't see the kingdom. They don't even know it. But what, did he, what are we to do after that? It tells us throughout the epistles and, and the word of God to study. Paul said, study to show yourself approved. Amen. We're to study. We're to know what the, the Gospels or what the Word of God says about us. Listen to what 2 Corinthians 5.17 says. Now listen, we don't stop when we get born again. We keep going forward, getting new revelation, getting God uh, insight on what uh, life is really about. But he says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, what's he say? We're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things that passed away, behold, all things they become new. Amen? You're a new person in Christ Jesus tonight. You've got to remind yourself that on a regular basis. Otherwise, the enemy will try to convince you that nothing really happened to you. You might be on your way to heaven, but you might be living like hell here on the earth. We don't want to do that. We want to know who we are in Christ. We have, we're salt and light. We have the light of, of Jesus Christ living on the inside of us. And, and everywhere he went, he was salty. In, in a say this i'm a new creature in christ jesus with the life of god the nature of god and the ability of god within me that's who we are say that about yourself let people know let yourself know once you understand that what's in you you can give it away but you can't give away something you don't understand or don't have so begin to say that to yourself colossians 1 13 says and 14 says this He who has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He's delivered us from the power of darkness. So you have to tell yourself, I know sometimes, you know, you don't feel like it. We live in a culture today that bases everything on feelings. No, not absolutes, but feelings. And so we have to know who we are. 1 Peter 2, 9 says we're a chosen generation. Have you ever thought about a chosen generation? He chose us. We didn't choose him. Christ died for us. Amen? And he said, well, I found God. And no, you didn't find him. He found you. You didn't know where to look to begin with. He led you to himself. A royal priesthood. Well, what's what's that mean? That means we're royalty. We're a priesthood. What's a priesthood do? They pray for others. They intercede for others. They give glory to God and praise to God and intercede for the lost, the hurting. A royal nation, his own special people. Do you ever think about that? You're one of his special people. You're special to God, amen? You've heard that, you know, I watch programs. One of them is a a cop show and, and, and they call themselves special agents. How many of you know you're a special agent to God? You're here on this earth to do his work to be a detective and get involved in people's lives and show them the right way, amen? His own special people that you may proclaim the praise of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Listen, let's go back to that for a second. That we may proclaim the praises of him, amen? Man, you, you have to know, you have to tell yourself, God is a good God. He loves me and I love him. And I praise you and glorify you for who you are. Amen? It's to love God and, and enjoy him and praise him forever. Glory to God. You know, the praises will drive back the enemy. Praises, if you're going through something tonight, that was the word on Sunday. If you didn't get to be here or get to see that online, we there was a word that went forward to sing hallelujah. Right in the midst of your trouble, you'll raise your voice and sing hallelujah. That is praise unto God. Why? Because he's the one that can lead us out of those things. Amen? There is no temptation that's not common to man, but God has made a way of escape. And when we begin to praise him, we can see our way out many times. We can find our way out with his direction. Amen? So we need to do that. It goes on to say who has called us out of light, uh, darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but now are the people of God. This is who we are. We have to know that. We have to know inside of us lives the very spirit of the living God. Say that to yourself. In me, in, in, right here in me, lives the very spirit of God. In him I live and move and have my very being. Our very life is in Christ Jesus. Amen? 1 John five twelve says this, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Amen? We have the life of God. His presence and power should permeate every part of our existence. Our personal life and our family life and everything should be from Him and through Him. And we should permeate that. It should be flowing out of us. We used to sing a song years ago back It's been 40 years that's come this January, and we used to sing a song. I got the life of God in me, his life, his nature, and his ability. And And we used to sing that all the time. And we used to do our little charismatic two-step, I don't remember, with you dancing around. But I'll tell you what, you have to remind yourself, I have the life of God in me. I have his life, his nature. How many... Your old nature has passed away. Begin to walk in your new nature, the God nature. Amen? Now I'm salt, I'm light to this world, this fallen world. Well, do I mess up sometimes? Yeah, but thank God he doesn't hold that against us. We just go to him and say, Father, forgive me. Get me back on course here. Help me to get right here. And you repent. And you keep going. And his ability. What's his ability? It's the power of God in us. Amen. So in order to live the life to the full, we must give away what God has given us. We can't store it up for ourselves. Listen, you know that that scripture, John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God is a giver. If we have the life, the ability and nature of God, what's that make us? That makes us givers, givers of good stuff, amen? God always, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, which there is no shadowness or variness of, of turning. In other words, he's not going to change his mind what he's given us. Amen? Now, we may push it away and we may back off of it, but he won't. He'll continue to give us. He's always seeking to give us something good. And he's saying we have that life, that nature, that ability. What to do what? Give away what he gave, it, gave us, amen, through Christ Jesus. So we now have that life in us. We're ready to give, go and give life away. So here's the power principle number one. Now, this principle I, I learned from Keith Hershey a long time ago. I love it. If you don't use what you've got, it will rot. How many of you know things will rot? That When we talked about uh, salt, they put salt on meat years ago when they didn't have refrigeration. You know why they did that? So it would not rot. Amen? So if we don't use what God has given us, we can, and don't give it away, we can rot right on the vine. You know, you know that happens sometimes with fruit that never gets picked. <laughs> it can rot right there on the vine after a period of time. We have a gift. You have a gift. Say, I have a gift. A divine gift nature of God to be given away. Amen. Second Peter 1 3 through 4 says this in the message Bible. Everything that goes into life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. How do we give away something? We get to know the one that has given us life. We get to know him, to know him. You know, that, that probably is a journey that we'll always be on, is getting to know him more and more. Amen? Amen. Why did Paul write And I'm going to talk on this in a few weeks maybe, is uh, Ephesians 1, where he says he prayed after they heard that their, uh, the love of the saints and, and, and their born again experience and their love, uh, said, I pray for the saints that they would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Why? He wants us to continue to know about him. Can we ever catch up to him? I don't believe we'll ever catch up to everything. No, that's why he's God and we're not, but we can learn more and more and more. He's given us this, it goes on to say this, uh, how to get to know him, the one who invited us to God. We were also given a, uh, absolutely, Uh, terrific or uh, terrific promises to pass on to you your ticket your ticket to uh, participation in the life of God after you turned your back on the world corrupted by lust hey we have the life of God in us we have the ticket we don't only have the ticket to heaven but we have the ticket the way uh, of life here on earth what's my purpose you say My purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And how do we glorify him? By doing what he said to do. And he said, if we're salt and light, we're to to be and the light of the world and the salt of, uh, of this land, we're to do something. If you don't use what you got, it will rot. Amen? Amen. It goes on to say, so don't lose a minute. This is what this scripture says. Don't lose a minute on what you've been given. Don't on building what you've been given. And building up what you've been giving, building up yourself, getting yourself strengthened. Why we're living in a day where we need strong Christians. We don't need uh, weenie Christians. We don't need uh, milk toast Christians. We need somebody that's going to have the, the wherewithal, the stand in the light, in this in the light, and the, the, be the salt in the earth today. Just as they did in that first church, just as they did all the way down through century. There's always been a remnant church, my friends. The remnant church were always going to stand for what the, the word of God said. Amen? So here we are. So, how do we release what is in us? How do we work out what God has worked in us? If we are a salt and light, which we are, and fulfill, how do we get fulfillment in ministry is based on releasing what God has given to, uh, uh, to us through others. Now, at Matthew, Matthew 10 8, it says he's sending out the 12 disciples. And he tells them to go out and he says, uh, preach the gospel, uh, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely, freely give. What do you receive from God? You have, you know, where to go out? You know, we, we live in a culture today in a church and the enemy, I think, has done it this way. Have somebody come to church. Well, he, you know, uh, two thirds of, of God's name is go. Go out into the world. He says, go into all the world, did he? He said, don't, yeah, bring him to church if you can do that, but go witness so you can get them to come to church so they can learn about God, amen? But go into the world. But we've been given power. In Luke 9, 1, he says, power and all power and authority has been given unto him and he gave it to the disciples he's given us today. Uh, over in Luke 10, it talks about, uh, pray the Lord of the harvest. How I many of you know there's a great harvest out there today? People are lost, don't know where the the, the way to be found, but we have the way, amen? The way, the truth, and the life, it lives on the inside of us. We've been given power and gifts from God. If you, listen to this, if you can activate this truth in your life and use God's anointing and ability in the earth, this will help solve any problem and overcome any circumstance. When we release what God has uh, been given, to uh in those ingredients can be replenished how many of you know uh uh we can't we can't get replenished what we haven't given away god will replenish those example give and it shall be given unto you amen well i know we use that scripture a lot of times for uh offerings or you know money and things but what we give away god will give back to you here's some over in Galatians 5.22, what do we have? We have the fruit of the spirit when living on the inside of us. What is it? We have the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, uh, goodness, f- uh, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We have those things. If you give away joy, guess what? You can have joy replenished. The joy of the Lord will be your strength, but we give joy away. You can't be a, an old sourpuss. You know, a lot of sourpuss Christians out there. You know, and if you don't if you don't agree with the way they think or their their theology or their doctrine, you know you you know they're going to turn you off. Listen, we ought to be have the joy of the Lord. We ought to be uh, the wherever wherever we go in this world, they ought to see some joy in us. Amen, amen. How if we don't give away what we've been given, if we don't use what we've got, it will rot. We've been given great and promised. Great and promise, promises and and uh, benefits. We need to use them. The freshness and the flavor of what God gives can become stale and lifeless. How many not even know that's how religion sets in. I remember listening and re- reading after uh, Smith Wigglesworth, and, Worth and many of you have. I mean, you know, Wigglesworth was. Uh, he got saved. I forget uh, in one denomination. Then he went somewhere else. He heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and he got filled with the Holy Spirit in another. Then he went somewhere else and heard about healing. I mean, he, wherever God was moving, he was going. Listen, we ought to be ready to receive what God gives us. Amen? This word, of, this Bible shows us the direction, gives us. That's why we, got, we call ourselves full gospel. But how many of you know if we are full, it'll be, it'll be uh, noticeable by the, the world? If we're full of what God's given us, amen? Amen. See, there are many that that say they love God or or have accepted Jesus but live a spoiled life. No joy, no peace, no contentment. None of those things. No satisfaction in life. We ought to be the most satisfied people in the world because we know the truth. We know the one that gave his life for us. We know that heaven is assured. Amen. There's a lot of things going on in the world today, but we know heaven is assured amen? Jesus' life on earth was to bring, uh, distribute God's love and dist- uh, distribute heavenly commodities. Jesus's mission was to give life away, heaven away. That should be ours. Here's what Warren, uh, William Ward says, three kind uh, keys to abundant living. Caring about others, daring for others. That means taking a risk. Sometimes you take a risk, don't we? We have to witness and help people that we're not even sure what they're how they're going to turn out, or that maybe they've done things that hey, you think why even bother? Sometimes we have to take a risk with people. God, t- you know, God tells us to go out and win the loss and be uh, show our love to others, even the unlovable sometimes. How about sharing with others? That's our testimony. You have a testimony. Everybody has a testimony. Oh, we some of those that where somebody's been. Uh, uh, come out of a terrible sinful life and you say, oh, I don't have anything that bad. Well, you everybody has a testimony because everybody needed salvation. <laughs> everybody needed saved. And listen, we've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. So we, we can't build it up or, or decline or, or uh, tamper it down in any way. We have all needed, we all have a testimony. We all needed a savior, amen? John Mason says this, really great people have a unique perspective. That is the greatest is not deposited in them to stay, but rather to flow through them to others. Greatness is not how about uh, what we have, it's about what we give away. We make a living, it's been said, by what we get, but well, we make a life by what we give, amen? Give life away. We're like a, <laughs> a Sam's Club, or as they say now, the big big name, buzz name is Costco, <laughs> you know? We got, we got commodities to distribute, amen? We got the life of God in us. I got his life, his ability, and his nature and his ability in me. And that's what we want to do. Over in, in 1 Corinthians 11, uh, verse one, Paul says this, imitate me just as I imitate Christ. He's to be a, our role model, our follower. We're to look, we're look like us and act like him, I've often said. We're to look like we are. Christ in us has become the hope of glory. Can't be like the Dead Sea. You know, the Dead Sea, things flow in, but nothing flows out. That's why they call it the Dead Sea. We don't be, be like the Dead Sea. If no release or outlet for life, life is no longer possible. Remember these words, we're the salt and light, but if you don't use what you got, it will rot. That's the message tonight, and I'm gonna continue with that as we go along the next week or two. But listen, be praying, my friends. This is this is perilous times we live in. We were warned about it, but we shouldn't be afraid about it. We should say, hey, God's put me here for such a time as this. I'm gonna pray, intercede, believe God for greater things, amen? So let's pray just before I get off here. Father, I thank you so much that you have called us to be salt and light. Help us not to have a spirit of fear because you haven't given it to us, but power, love, and a sound mind. And one of that <laughs> uh, that is not to be cowardice and not to be intimidated in this day and this hour we live in. we got a, a big election coming up in two weeks. And Lord, I, I just pray that Christians, Christians would know the truth and get out and vote according to what the Bible says. Number one thing says, I set before you life and death, blessings and cursings, choose life. I pray that Christians would choose life in this election this time in Jesus' name. We thank you for all the people watching tonight. We thank you for the the congregation of Living Word Family Church. May they be blessed and be a blessing to others as you've blessed us. We give you all that praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good Good to be with you tonight. See you next time. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.